Welcome to the Normal Nerds Podcast. It's time for our anime review part two. I'm your host, Maxwell Sarisia. And I'm your host, who just says no to drugs, Davis Bates. Yes, it's time to talk one of our favorite drug users in recovery, Gearless Joe from Megalobox Season 2. Davis, start it out. All right, yes. Great, another great episode from Season 2 of Megalobox. Uh, really liking the way they're going with this so far. This, uh... It definitely feels... <laughs> this show is definitely different than season one. Season one was intense like this. They definitely had like the idea of like, the, disparage, the disparage between you know the upper class and the lower class and all this stuff. But this show is like... They're getting intense and dark in this. Like This is like way darker than what I thought they ever had anything in season one. And I'm loving it. I think it's awesome so far. Especially with, drug, with like Joe's drug abuse right now. I know... I know we mentioned it last episode that Joe just sort of gets over the drugs at the end of uh, episode two or three, whatever one we're on, at the end of episode two. And it's like, yeah, I'm an anime protagonist and I'm done with drugs. No backlash whatsoever from any of this. And then I, I remember saying like, yeah, he just kind of gets over those like it's nothing, which is not how it works, but it's anime, it's fine. And then thankfully he actually goes into uh, remission. Remission. Uh, or withdrawal, I should say, actually. Withdrawal in this episode, because he's not on his painkillers anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, it made some really intense, good scenes, I thought, when, he, when that happened. Yeah, I thought that was really good. I thought it was super sad. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was depressing, yes. I do like how he's just stuck in that one trailer by himself. And the main reason I liked it all, because how Chief went through that too yeah, yeah, yeah so he knew like what to do and how to get him through that and even though they give him that herbal tea they're like this helps with pain i'm like is this a drug <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's kind of defeating the purpose right now it's like i don't know about that but i liked how funny. chief how they talk about how he went through it with losing his son yeah his this wife. was a great backstory for chief yes. like, if we didn't get to see it but we know about it now it's like wow wow that's super sad. I thought you were just a cool guy trying to help out a bunch of people, but now it's like you're a, you're a real sad guy trying to help out a bunch of people. And you apparently don't have a name, but you still don't have a name. You are just chief. I'm dying to know what your name is, but I liked, I love the idea of how it came up that his, his boxing gear was him and his son designed it, but it, they, they put it in the show and it looks like in the show that it's sort of built for defense and protecting him as much as possible. And they point out in the show that his son designed it that way, which I don't know. I, it, it sounded like his son's supposed to be super young, but yeah, I know, apparently yeah. this kid could, de- could design a next level Megalobox rig that also specialized in defense. Yeah, um, I thought that too. I totally thought yeah. that too. And they're like, he died when he was 12. I was like, well, this kid was fucking Bill Gates and Steve Jobs <laughs> combined, so, apparently. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm... I'm 24 and I can't put a cabinet together with instructions. <laughs> so I really don't know how this kid managed to put together a piece of high tech technology and then made it uh, next level as well. Dude, when I was 12 and now, I still struggle <laughs> when those two Lego blocks are stuck together and they're like impossible to take apart. <laughs> yes, no yes. chance I'm making a Megalobox box thing. Yeah. I never. did go to engineering school, but, and for biomedical engineering, <laughs> but I got out of that because heartbeats and blood. Ugh. Yeah messy but i did like how it was about defense and that's what hurt him the most 
about uh, when he finally went down yeah. was that it broke through his defense, and that's when he first cried and everything. And I thought that was, man, I don't know this. We're, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. We're going to talk about certain parts of the episode, but man, this season is. This is some A plus anime. It really right? is, yeah. Really A plus. It's anime. intense, and I'm so impressed with it. Oh, very. It's so good. Yeah, it's such a different feel in the first season, and I'm loving it. Yeah, I oh, like this yeah. whole Gearless Joe being the trainer. Yeah, uh, and we talked about it last episode too, and it's it's so cool to see him transition into that. Obviously, I'm sure Joe will get back in the ring at some point because this is Megalobox, and he's literally on the freaking cover art for it. So, shows by him. Yeah, he's on the cover with uh, the feather in his hair. Right? Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Which, wonder if he'll do something with that. Yeah, man, who knows? Maybe we'll find. We'll find out. Yeah. It could. He could do something with it, or else it could be anime where they do some great, great character art that has nothing to do with the show. So <laughs> That's true. Pretty much every That's opening true. ever. Uh, he's got to get past this whole. He's the reason Pops is dead, which I'm really interested because they're like, "It's your fault." I'm like, "Well, this guy already looked like he was dying." Yeah, yeah. Pops looked like he was in pretty rough shape before Joe. I'm guessing. Joe asked him to come out of the hospital to come and you know, watch him fight again, which I don't know. I guess that seems like a Joe, a stupid Joe thing to ask and a stupid thing for Pops to do. Pops, yeah, Pops was on a spring chicken. He had, has had two eyes ripped out. He's getting pretty old. Kind of looked like he had cancer, actually. So I wouldn't imagine that. Like, I feel like, I feel like Sashio who was a he was a big player in the first season but started speaking out of anger because i really don't think that i definitely don't think this is how pops would have wanted joe to act and i definitely don't think joe actually killed pops and he's just blaming himself for it yeah he's just blaming himself i think he just like exactly what you're saying he brought him out of i wouldn't say retirement but out of one foot in the pretty much yes yeah but you know what i'm thinking now is that with that flashback they show when pop is on the side and Gear, uh, Joe lost that one mm-hmm, fight mm-hmm. against, uh, not against the guy, the champion before. But yeah, the champion was yeah. in the corner. Yes. So I'm thinking now, you know what it's going to be, is he's going to get Chief to like be really great and everything, and Chief's going to fight the guy who beat him, because that you know the, the yeah. guy he beat. Oh yeah, yeah, is in the corner now yeah. or the second, whatever you want to call yeah. it. So Joe's going to be the second, and like you know, it's kind of like a rematch of them, be, but just the people they trained. Yeah. I don't know if you're so I like that idea. It's an awesome idea. I don't know if Yuri's like actually there. If Joe was just hallucinating because he got hit in the head too many times. Yeah, that's also super pop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, if a whatever, if a blind guy can re-coach a a guy to box, then I think a guy in a wheelchair could definitely teach a guy to box. So you might be right with that because now that I think about it, that flashback, he's standing up. I don't know if he's standing up. He was. We see the lower half of his butt. We see the yeah, upper, we see we to the point where like we would see a guy sitting in a chair like there. That's true. That's and, true. But Yuri looked really clean in it, so I don't know if he was there or not. But regardless of all that, that'd be that'd be an excellent scenario. I think that'd be super cool to see. And if Joe and Yuri just like Joe and Yuri facing off again, I think it'd be awesome. I think it would be awesome. Once again, the show highlights the boxing, which is awesome. So great. I do want to talk about Chief's first fight. First of all, I hate his boxing name, the real boxer. That's just a, ter- that's a terrible <laughs> name. But more so, I hated the first guy he boxed. His name was Natural Born Boxer. <laughs> what a loser that guy is. Yeah, total loser. What Idiot. a freaking racist oh, yeah. name. Oh, yeah. What a xenophobe. Horrible. Literally horrible. And whatever. I'm glad he got his ass kicked because of that. That whole crowd needed to take a chill pill. Like, Jesus, yeah. guys. Yeah, they hate Chief. They hate him. They hate immigrants. It's like, oh, mm. my God. Like, I get what, like, 
I'm not saying I get racism ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I can see where you live in a harsh world and you pick the nearest thing you can to hate it. But like, Jesus guys, you're taking it over the top here. <laughs> um, yeah. But then he won. And I liked how they pointed out though, they pointed out how good chief's acting skills were because he fight. can throw fights. Like it's nothing. Oh yeah. Yeah. They did. He did point out. He's like, I should win an Oscar. And I was like, wow, Chief's a really good job. I didn't actually even connect it to it. What an idiot. Oh, yeah. There's two episodes. Because he throws fights like it's nothing. Especially yeah. like the first one, he like died. Like he pretty much dodged uh, Joe's punch in the first fight of the season, but played it off like he got knocked down. So I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Like, because once again, boxing, boxing is a sport. In this show, it's definitely about like the actual combatants fighting, but it's also kind of about the showmanship. And I think Chief brings that to the table like no one else does. No one else in this show has yet because he can just, he can fake it and make it. Yeah, absolutely. He can definitely fake it and make it. I do like that he knocked that guy out with a body oh, punch. Oh, oh, yeah. Because that's, a, uh, I feel like a lot of times it's always with the headshots. The body yes. punches are, dude, that's one thing I really like is that when they, when someone gets hit in that show, they just go down. Because they're using, you know. They, they're using this future ass tech. Yeah, yeah. That's like you're getting hit in the side with a cinder block. Like you're going down. You're going down. You get wrecked. Oh, utterly destroyed. Utterly destroyed. Utterly destroyed. But I'm really liking the characters all around. Yeah. Chief, great. Gillis Joe's great. Obviously. Marla. Marla I mean, is. Marla, though. She is. I. She has a great plot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and she is a good mechanic. Yep. Definitely. Yes. Definitely why we're interested in her. Yep. But I think uh, overall it's been a great episode. But let's just talk about uh, one thing I really hate about this. So those fucking kids. I hate oh those kids. Oh, my God. Gearless Joe should have beat the shit out of every single one of them in, one. The, in, the, in the moment he found them. The moment he found them. Even, I don't even know what his name is. Even the youngest kid who was part of the immigrant group. Whatever. I get what his story is going to be. He's going to realize, like, this is his family. You shouldn't treat him this way. Yada, yada, yada. It's probably a actually real big problem in the world. But Joe should have smashed his fucking face in. <laughs> this is nonsense. This kid is a punk and he's getting the crap picked out of him now. Yeah. He's terrible. He's awful. They threw the Molotov cocktail right out uh, of thing. But what's going on with the anime in the last two seasons where it makes me want to hit children? I know. <laughs> it goes from Gabby to this. Jeez, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, like, man, it's like, wow, you guys. Is something like, going on in Japan that we don't uh, know about? <laughs> <laughs> this is this movement of like. All their parents wanted them to have kids so badly. These kids are just like, no. This is what we think of children. They're the worst. <laughs> but yeah, when the kid threw that, that man, this show is really good. Um, obviously, to your eternity, we've been talking about how dark this is. That is. But this show is pretty serious. Yeah, this show is, it's not dark, but it is, yes, I agree. It's serious. Like it, has, it has some very intense points, but it is a very serious show, I think. Yeah, and I'm really worried to see what's going on with Chief. Because, you know, he poured the water bottle over his head, and then he ran yeah. out of fire. If that's, if that's his... I'm not sure what I don't know whose um, trailer that is, mm-hmm. but if it's his, he's probably going back in to get the money. Remember, yeah. he has all that money saved in a tin. He, yeah, that's probably what he's going to go do. Or which I don't know if you're trying to win Mega Box, I don't know why you would do that. Because, but like, whatever, yeah. it's safety or something or something part of his family that could yes. be it too. Yeah. I'm just saying we haven't seen. That's the only thing I've seen out of his uh, out of his trailer that has any importance to him. It was highlighted in the show, so let's point it out. Yeah. yeah, no, you definitely, yeah, if that is his, I don't know if it's his, I think it might be, who knows. Who knows, or there's people in there, and he's yeah. trying to save them, that could be even more about it, that could be more heroic, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, pours one water bottle over himself, it's like, oh, you're good to go now, <laughs> yeah, one water bottle. A, that that's how that works, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I thought it was a great episode, thought oh, the yeah. season's really kicking ass, and I'm really excited to see where it keeps on going. Definitely... Also, one more quick point. Oh yeah, what? 
I mean, I guess they're part of a gang, but those kids had a lot of bottles of alcohol there. A ton. Like, more than a regular person. Even an adult who was, like, buying, like, even a gang member who was, like, buying, you know, alcohol for kids. That's a lot. That was a whole box. I've never bought a whole box of alcohol in my life. I don't know if you have. <laughs> I mean, I mean, liquor, like, I should say. Yeah, whole bottle. Yeah, like, never in my life. I maybe mean, the most I've ever bought was probably two bottles. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Jesus. Not for myself. Where are those kids getting those? <laughs> yeah, that is a great point. Like, where do they get those? And also, the kid throws one and it like explodes, and they're like, Ugh! "I'm like, what, what? You had like fifty of them. What did you, yeah, what what you expect would happen? What do you think was going to go? We're down? just gonna scare them a little. Nothing bad's gonna happen. It's like, what? Yeah. What? You have a box of fifty grenades in your hand. Like what? <laughs> and then he throws one. And he's like, oh, I'm, "I'm a fucking, fucking little bitch. bitch. Yeah, total bitch. Yeah. Overall, a great episode. I think this show is gonna." Keep going, keep being great. But let's move on to our next anime, which usually we do an anime review part one, but honestly, I think it's going to hold a solid pot in it. Solid spot in anime review part two because uh, this last episode was kind of weird. Uh, Juran, the Princess of Blood and Snow. Yes, this was a very weird last episode that we just had. And I, I totally agree with that. And it'll be interesting to see how they move forward from this. Like that's, I think that's going to make or break the show at this point. Absolutely. Because I'm going to get right to the root of my problem. Then we can talk about everything around this. Oh, yeah. But. The root of the problem is they killed the big bad, Jorame or whatever the, whatever the snake man's name was, the guy who killed Sawa's entire family and was pretty much like her, you know, living need, the person she needed to kill in her life. And it's like, once he's dead, I can die then too. That's a line in the show, people. She killed him. She got him. Like, unless this is an Orochimaru situation where he's going to come back to life with a different snake body. Uh, snake. The big bad is dead, and I'm very confused on where they go from here. Because what else is there to do? Like this is the big bad. This is like what else? Who else do you kill from here? Like after this, it's just they're assassins for the leader of this nation. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. I I was honestly one of those things where she showed up and everything started happening. Yeah, and I was like, okay, okay, this is kind of fast. I feel like they already got into the big baddie. But she's not going to beat him or anything like that. They're just going to run away with Asahi. Nope. <laughs> no. She she uh, definitely killed him. Right definitely down the middle. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really weird, too, because, like, okay. Every once in a while, you're watching anime, and I go, yep, this is an anime. And when he turned into the snake and all that weird shit was happening, I was like, this is one of those animes you don't show somebody who just got into anime. Yeah. Or you're just showing them anime. Yep. You, know? you don't start out with that stuff. Because it's a little weird. I, I don't mind obviously watching Naruto and Orochimaru. Is- yeah. I'm so used to snake people at yes. this point. It's like, this is just commonplace yes. for me. Once again, another, another Naruto reference. It's always going to keep happening, folks. It's the greatest anime of all time. Anyway, so back to the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I debate, you know. Alchemist in my heart. I actually want to point out that he goes back and forth on this. We have this, know, argument. We have this argument every few months. Yeah, I was going to say, I go back and forth because Naruto is one of the most complete show in anime. So anyways, back to this anime. <laughs> we can gush about Naruto any day of the week. <laughs> but yeah, it just seemed a little rushed, especially this episode. This, this episode seemed rushed. Like, yes. She there immediately was a lot gets there. Yeah. Also, there's a quick point I have to talk about. Uh, so whatever, her master shows up, beats her down, puts her in the back of a car. And then all these, expl- like the, the demon dogs get there and all these explosions go off. Whole thing. And she doesn't wake up through any of this. 
But then the crow lightly tapping her in the face, like a scene later, wakes her up. It's like, I think she would have woken up in the explosions. Like, come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. This was a weird episode for her. I Actually, this is what I want to say. This is a weird episode for her mm-hmm. because her character went through such weird. We've seen this very short for three episodes or so or four, however many we've had so far. She's been this very strong, composed, give or take character. Doesn't get caught off guard that much and can react in a intense situation really quickly. And when she goes into her ultimate form, you're expecting, like, she is so composed here and everything. She can do great. I know she got injured in the first episode. But that's where she got surprised. And then she went beast mode and destroyed everything. And she get, that's right time she gets in the swarm and does that. She didn't do that throughout this show. She seemed like such a... She seemed like she was at the start of an anime, like, like, her anime journey. Because her... When she transforms into her... Um, her changeling form or blue blood form. I don't, we don't have a name for it yet. So I'm mm-hmm. going to call it something like that. Maybe the white crow form. Who knows? She's very underpowered. Like she kills a couple snakes and then one snake bites her and then she's flailing around. Like she doesn't use a sword after that. And it's like, this isn't what your character's like through. It's like, this is not the character you've shown us throughout the rest of the show. So I'm very confused as to why you're doing this now. You know? Yeah. I, Thought it was weird to have such an intense transformation for her just to do nothing. Yeah, it was a weird way to it, like it scaled back her power so much. Very too. much so. Also, if she's like that, why would she ever be in an assassin group? Like, I don't. Know. Yeah, and I get it. Like, you know, it, she just saw that her brother and family are like alive, maybe not alive, dead, drained, whatever. Yeah, and her main villain there of all time. I just want to point out too. Side note, not even a side note. He just needed her blood. Yeah. Which is, like, odd. Like, he, told, he killed, like, an entire clan and stole all their blood, but, like, he gets hers once, and... I get it. You I, know, I wonder if it's because she has the white... Like, yeah. I think it's because she's only, like, do that transformation thing. Like, they all have mm-hmm. blue blood. They all do that. But her brother's crow, of what I'm assuming was her crow, because her family seems, like, to bond yeah. these yeah. birds. He mentions it, yeah. Yeah. His crow was black mm-hmm. and looked very different, and clearly he didn't like it. Did not look like he, he clearly didn't have the transformation power because probably would have used that against Geronime when he first attacked. That's I could, once again, this is all speculation, but yeah, know nothing. and his whole fa- and her whole family could have used that, and he killed them all pretty easily, and he didn't even have the blue blood yet. Yeah, so I think she's the only one that can do this. So that like he was talking about, her blood is better than the other That's blood that, she, that, that yeah. he has already. So I think it's because she can bond with the crow and do this changeling thing mm-hmm. right now like i thought i thought the last episode was so good yeah like i thought it was so good and then this episode just kind of like it's another one of those where i was like watching it but not watching it kind yeah of thing. it was just it just it felt so it felt like they like smashed together half the season into this episode yeah like, that's, that's, a great, what, that's a great example even bouncing over to makoto that was, what a weird like i'm your enemy throughout this thing. i like i really like i'm just your enemy i'm your double agent like blah blah blah, blah randomly just starts killing these snakes after the villain has finished his exposition and the villain was ready for it too and the snakes attack him cut his arm off he frees sawa her oh sorry yes cuts her arm off and <laughs> and he frees sawa and she frees sawa <laughs> and like it didn't it wasn't making sense like it was, and then like and then alerts the other two assassins to yeah. where they are like she she had this plan ahead of time like maybe if she was just trying to steal the things that Geronimo made the snake man like the the blue things that he made because that is what it looks like she runs off with in the end but i don't know i felt like this should have been this should have been built up a little bit more way more 
So I'm really curious to know what the rest of the season's going to be with this because yeah, I feel like next episode is really important. Yeah. Yes, I I definitely agree because this felt like a this felt like a weirdly rushed season finale. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I would totally agree with you. It did feel like a really rushed season finale. Obviously, her brother at the end tells her that she has to stay alive. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. I thought that was actually really cool how he still had her brother and like her brother was still there and he was draining him like a vampire. Yeah, Uh, I thought it was cool. I just feel like the point you were just making, it would have been better if that was episode 12. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And then also her brother just throws some random vials onto the guy. (laughs) It's like, there's no... No talk about how these are super flammable and do all this weird red blood stuff. It's like, it was a great, really cool animation scene. Like, everything yes. that happened was awesome, but didn't make ton of, like, just, I didn't have enough information to get to this point. And that's what, some anime do, does that. It does that where it does this, like, you have to fill in the blanks with your mind, but you have to fill in a lot of blanks with your mind. And that's, that you can't, that's awesome, but you really can't do that. Like, it, just, it doesn't turn out well when it, when it hits the screen. Yeah, no, so, you're right. I think it's, yeah, the vials thing, yeah. which is so obvious because, like, it zooms in next to his hand, which that's fine. I do that a lot, but it, like, catches everything on fire. And I was yeah. like, everything. These are two small vials. Yeah. Well, is this guy just having these just sitting around? Like, yeah, there's some random, like, gigantic fucking bombs. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know. Enough of what I didn't like with the show. The one thing I really, really did like about this episode, though, was when she did truly go overpowered there at the end, it was intense and awesome. And, she just cut the guy in half. I, lo- I did like her final power-up was awesome. And I loved the, the color change that happened uh, in the last bit there. Like, all the colors. Like, it just got lighter and all yeah. the colors like, were there. I thought that was a really cool way to do the animation. And, of course, every time she moves, she's animated so well. Super well. I think, I think there's a lot of... The show has a lot of great stuff. Mm-hmm. And if executed really well, it'd be, it's yes. going to be really good. And maybe, honestly... After this episode, maybe it just gets better. Yeah, it could. It could. This could be one of. The, this could be the weird episode that throw, it's supposed to throw us off, and the main villain's still alive, or there's a bigger bad somewhere, and this was all just part of the show moving on. I don't know. Well, I'm gonna wait for. I'm gonna wait for next week, and yeah. so will you guys. Yeah, well, we'll see you next week. We'll, we'll see, and maybe we'll talk about how great it is. <laughs> yes, that is the hope. Thank you, Normal Nerd Nation, for listening and maybe even watching another podcast episode. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Reddit, YouTube, and Instagram. Davis is always posting hilarious memes on there. Also, like and subscribe while you're at it. And leave a rating if you have some time. It helps people find the show.